0: into mindset shifts that give you the power to decide how you feel, not the media, not your past, and not social conditioning. Then you'll discover how to use this inspiration and this new sense of confidence to be the best you, the you that you are meant to be. So get ready, my friend. It is time to get awesome inside out. Hey there, as always, I am so thankful you're here tuning in to another interview episode. I am honored to share this time with you. Thanks for being here, ready to dive into upgrading your health, your well-being, your life, your mindset, your self-love, your self-worth, all the things we jam about every single week. If you enjoy this conversation, the absolute best way that you could always support is by sharing it on social media and with the people that you love most. And of course, just hitting the subscribe button. It would mean the world to me for others to have access to this powerful content. So thank you in advance. Also make sure to stick around to the end as I'm going to offer you some applicable takeaways and a fun challenge you can implement to upgrade your life. So this week we're diving into the healing technique called EFT or tapping. Most of us know that stress and anxiety can wreak havoc on our bodies, but learning how to navigate these feelings often leaves us in a long game of trial and error, trying to determine what actually works and what doesn't. The good news is there is this ancient healing practice of Chinese acupressure coupled with psychology called EFT or tapping. And this method can offer immediate relief, especially at home during these crazy times. To put it simply, the idea is to tap into your emotions while tapping specific meridian points on your body. This technique helps turn off the part of your brain that is your brain's fear control center, which triggers our fight or flight response when we experience stressful situations. So the act of tapping helps disrupt the stress response and allows our brain to respond in a more appropriate way. And no one understands this healing modality better than my dear friend, Alex Ortner. Alex is the co-founder of The Tapping Solution alongside his brother, Nick, and sister, Jessica. Their company is on the forefront of the simple yet life-changing technique. Alex is a speaker, author, entrepreneur, and marketing expert who has produced first-of-its-kind online programs, such as the Tapping World Summit, the longest-running online summit, which has been attended by over 3 million people. They also have created the Tapping Solution app, which features easy-to-follow tapping meditations. Today, I asked Alex to share how more than ever before in today's world, filled with uncertainty and being called to take on massive amounts of responsibility, we can use tapping to help. And so I'm so excited to share this technique with you. If possible, grab a pen and a paper, sit back and listen. I know you're gonna wanna take notes because this is such an easy, safe, and completely non-invasive approach to helping you decrease your stress and lower your anxiousness. Hi Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so thankful for you and I'm so grateful that I got to meet you and your beautiful wife in Puerto Rico. And I've just gotten to know you and the work that you're doing in the world over the last couple of years. And so again, just thank you so, so much for being here.
1: It is a pleasure to be here as always. I've loved getting to know you and Craig, you're two of my favorite people on the planet. So I'm very grateful to be here.
0: Yeah, I am so excited to have this conversation today because we just did a Facebook and Instagram live like a week ago. And it's been so exciting to just witness and see how people are responding to tapping and EFT. And I think right now, more than ever, while we're at home, while we're in the stress, while we're in the anxiousness, while we're in the quarantine of not being able to get out and really avoid, I think so often people go and go and go to avoid the stress and the anxiousness. I think this is a very, almost perfect time to learn about tapping and learn about EFT in, in relationship to what we're going through, but then also in relationship to what is coming on the other side of this. And so if we learn to manage our stress and anxiety and our fears and our emotions now, we are going to be so equipped for coming out of this and then also when future challenges arise and that's what's exciting for me about this time is just getting to really instill all of these different tools whether whatever they are but instill these tools in my clients and really support them in okay this is the time more than ever to learn and to integrate what is needed to to really shift and learn how to be with your emotions and so i wanted to hear how you and your sister and your brother got into tapping, why it was so beneficial for you guys and why you've created this movement of over 3 million people that you've served, one of the longest online summits ever to really support people in this mission to shift their emotional experience at home, at work, wherever it is that they are.
1: Awesome. I would love to talk about that, but it's funny. Yeah, we've been doing, we just did our 12th annual tapping world summit. Um, Mm. We are the longest running one Partly because my brother and a friend actually kind of invented that model. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nobody really knows about that, but it was, it was a seminar series, and then it just became the summit they wanted to do in a shortened period of time. And uh, yeah, we've helped over 3 million people going through that summit. That started 12 years ago. But the story of where we came about with tapping started before that. And it really started with my brother. You know, He was struggling with health issues. He was struggling with allergy issues. He had skin challenges where he was constantly itching and was like so many people today looking for solutions online. And he came across tapping and he tried it out. And I think it had an effect on his health. I mean, there's a lot of things he had to do for his health and his allergies. But what he really noticed was how much he shifted and how he was feeling from just trying it one time. And it really is the, the magical thing about tapping. There's a phrase that's been there from the beginning. It's called try it on everything because it works for so many different things if you just try it and just actually feel the results for yourself. But originally, tapping had started, I believe it was 1979. There was a psychologist by the name of Roger Callahan had been working with a woman with a water phobia for at least a year and just could not make any progress. And this was a really serious water phobia. Like She didn't like taking showers. It was that bad. And he'd been reading about the acupuncture points, the energy meridians on the body, literally the night before he was supposed to work with her. And when he was working with her, you know, he was like, he was kind of frustrated, didn't know what to do next. And she said that her stomach was bothering her. And so he remembered that the point under the eye was associated with the stomach. And so he said, all right, well, let's just tap here. Let's put some pressure on this, on this point under the eye. And all of a sudden, after about five minutes of tapping, her water phobia was gone. And they went outside to the outdoor pool that he had there. And she was able to sit there and put her feet in the water. And it just suddenly dawned on him that there was something to this. And he, you know, continued it. He developed what was known as TFT, which is a little more challenging in that like acupressure, you had to know, you know, if you have this challenge, you put pressure on this point and this point. And if you have this challenge, you do this point and this point. And then in the 1980s, a man by the name of Gary Craig came about and simplified the process and created what we know today as EFT tapping, so emotional freedom techniques. And it really created a simple algorithm, a simple process to do the tapping that allows anybody to learn it literally within five minutes and be able to do it for themselves. And for over a decade, tapping just kept getting passed around for one simple reason, it's because it worked. It wasn't because the science and research was there, it was not there. It was non-existent at the time. It was just because it worked and when you have a major shift like so many people do with tapping, you can't help but want to tell other people about it and say, hey, like you got to try this. I was anxious as could be or stressed as could be or whatever the challenge may be, you have to try this out because it had such a big, profound effect on me. And so from there, when my brother found it from searching on online, he found it from Gary Craig and he decided to make a documentary film about it at the time, which I remember you know, this is the entrepreneurial spirit that I think our family has. He just decided to spend $50,000 on credit cards and bought all this film equipment with no idea what to do. Literally, the camera showed up at his house. He opened the instruction manual and said, okay, let's figure this out how to do this. And spent about a year and a half making a documentary film. And that kind of kicked off our journey into not only learning about this technique originally, but then teaching it and becoming, you know, right now we're the world's leading teachers on this technique in the world. And we're really proud of The work we've done in just helping other people to learn about it, exposed to this technique, because it is just so profoundly impactful in changing people's lives. I
0: love that. I also am in full agreement that once you start doing it, you just want everyone to know. I haven't told you this, but I was in a really bad car accident in Jamaica, in a foreign country, and I couldn't get out to get home for to get to a medical facility here in the states, and so I actually had to stay in Jamaica for over 10 days while I was recovering. And then two years ago, I was invited to go to Ethiopia on a charity water event experience to go see some of the villages that we had supported. And I started having panic attacks again, right before we left. And over two weeks before we left, I just said to Craig, I can't go. There's no way I can go. It was like, oh, I, I just had a flashback of remembering using tapping before And so I started tapping again and I did it the entire trip and I made it through the trip without any anxiety attacks. And that was such a testament to how this works. But it was interesting because as I was doing it throughout the whole time, everyone's like, what are you doing? And then I was (laughs) sharing with them because, you know, you just look funny. You're like, you know, you're just tapping your body, tapping your face. And if you're not familiar with the practice, people are like, what's going on over there? but it's an interesting way to spread the knowledge of it because you do witness the, the experience of doing it in front of everyone while you're developing sort of that anxiousness or that butterfly feeling.
1: It's interesting you mentioned the car accident because I know, you know, Marie Forleo, who's a friend of ours and, and a big supporter of the work we do. She came about tapping similar situation with a car accident mm-hmm. where she had that happen. And then what people don't realize with those, especially with those one-off, traumas is how it impacts you later on. You don't always realize right away. In your case, it wasn't until you had to travel again that all of a sudden you realized that there was a trauma stuck there from that original accident that was keeping you from being able to live your life in a normal way. And tapping is incredibly powerful for trauma. We do a lot of work with PTSD, with veterans, with sexual trauma, with all sorts of different things in that it allows these traumas to clear from the body in a really powerful way. So I, I love hearing that. Use the tapping there to help you with with that trauma.
0: Yeah, and I think so often we feel bad or we feel guilty. Like when I was heading to Africa, I kept telling myself I've done so much work on this experience, and I thought I had healed it. And if I would have gone into the guilt and the shame and the pain of, oh my gosh, this is coming up again then it would have continued to be my experience. But instead, I just went into the, okay, I can continue to heal this and this is the opportunity for greater healing. And I have this tool that is non-evasive, it's safe, it's effective. I can do it anywhere in the world at any time. And I think that that's what makes tapping so practical and easy and accessible to so many people and why I keep recommending it because it is something where you can literally do it anytime, anywhere, any place. I have friends who wake up with anxiety during their pregnancy in the middle of the night and they've been doing it. Kids are doing it. It's just really, really beautiful to witness. I wanted to talk a little bit about the science and the research behind it, because as we talked about before on our live, there's also this misconception where if you see someone tapping, there's kind of that, well, does that really work? It's weird. It's kind of strange. And so I wanted to go into the misconceptions because this podcast is really about shifting people's mindset and allowing them to see both sides of it. Like, yes, it could be considered woo, but there's also, it's very, very backed in research and science as well.
1: Yeah. And really, for a long time, when we were teasing tapping, we were talking about the energy meridians of the body and all that stuff. But it does come off as very woo for a lot of people because it's outside the paradigm of our current. Health system and all that, but really over the last five or 10 years, because there's been so much research, so much brain research, body research, we really talk about the science more than anything now. And really the thing about tapping is that it incorporates the body in a really powerful way. We talked about trauma just now with trauma. There's a amazing book written by Peter Levine called the body keeps a score and it talks about how trauma is stored in the body. And so often. You know, it's easy to beat ourselves up and go, oh, you know, I'm not healing. Why am I still dealing with this issue? And so often it's because our body is keeping the trauma stored in the body. And it's not just, oh, we can think our way through it and we'll just heal it in a minute. Uh, It really is the body. And so, you know, some of the science that's come out has been amazing. I'll share one particular study that talks about cortisol. Cortisol is known as a stress hormone of the body. It's associated with weight gain, has a number of negative effects on the body. And there was a particular study that was being done by Dr. Dawson Church, who has been one of the pioneers with research on tapping. And in the study, they broke up three groups of people, I mean, a group of people into three groups. Now, one group, they was getting no treatment at all. So they they measured their stress levels by measuring their cortisol levels of all three groups. One group did nothing. One group had talk therapy and one group actually did tapping. The amazing Part about this study was at the end of it, Dawson kept emailing them and saying, Hey, when are the results going to get in? When are the results going to get in? He kept saying, well, it's delayed. We have to recalibrate the machines. It turns out that people doing the study thought there was something wrong because the cortisol level had gone down so quickly with the tapping that they assumed that something was faulty in their instruments. So they kept going back and retesting it to see if they could find the error in the results. And finally they came back to Dawson and said, no, these results are right. They're just more drastic than we thought. The reduction in the cortisol levels with the tapping was twice the rate of doing nothing at all or doing talk therapy. Doing nothing at all in talk therapy, the cortisol levels went down at the same rate. With tapping, it was literally twice the rate. And that's just one of the most powerful studies that just shows it's not just in our head. It is literally that when we do the tapping, it is affecting the body and that the cortisol levels, the stress hormone in the body is going down extremely quickly in profound ways, which impact our health and our ability to enjoy our life every day. Another study I'll share, which has to do with food. You know, I know you're passionate about health. I've been, you know, although we talk tapping, I'm extremely passionate about health and healthy lifestyle, healthy eating. And this particular study actually did brain scans of a group of women and food cravings. And so what they did is they actually put the women in the brain scan and they were showing them pictures of foods that they had cravings for. And the brain scan would show different parts of the brain lighting up to show the brain was having that food craving. And then they did, I believe it was an eight week process where they did tapping with a professional and had did some at home tapping as well. And then after the eight weeks, they went back in and did the brain scans again, showed them the same images of those foods and the brain no longer lit up. So the brain was no longer having that food craving for what they really craved before, which for me is really impactful. I know I've struggled with food. I mean, as an athlete, I grew up an athlete being able to eat whatever I wanted. And and, and struggling with food has been a challenge for me and feeling like I just want to eat everything and I can't anymore. And so being able to literally rewire my brain to Calm down those food cravings is really powerful, and to change the associations that we have with food, because a lot of times food has certain meaning to us, whether it's good or bad. I mean, some foods can be healthy, and we don't want to eat it because we think it's bad. And so, we can literally rewire the way the brain works with the tapping technique. So, those are just a couple of the studies, you know, showing how tapping is changing the nervous system, it's changing stress hormones, it's literally changing DNA regulation. I mean, we, there's a lot of amazing work with epigenetics showing how our emotions impact our DNA. And so when we're using tapping, there are studies that show that the tapping is changing DNA regulation and and DNA expression. So it's really fascinating how tapping is allowing us to create change and the science is showing that it's working extremely well.
0: Oh, I love that. I wanted to dive into the next piece, which would be what are some other things that people can use tapping for? Because it's so often spoken about from a stress and anxiety perspective, but I know that tapping can be used for an array of things, whether that's autoimmune, whether that's financial abundance. Can we just go into just the, unpack the extent of which this can be used for? Because I yeah. think people will be completely in shock of, of what well, we
1: can well, use. Well, I think one for. of the things to think about first, and this is why during our annual Tapping World Summits, we cover wide array of different topics and we always tell people go listen to the presentations on all the topics because we tend to not realize how the different areas of our lives are intertwined with each other and so you know for example somebody might be having a health challenge an autoimmune issue and they don't realize it is because of the stress that they have at work because of their boss or they don't realize it's because they're having challenges in their relationship that are causing them a lot of issues. And so, so many of the different issues or areas of our life are so intertwined. And so it's important to not just go, oh, well, you know what? The the issue that's presenting itself to me is stress or anxiety or financial challenge or I'm having a, a weight issue, whatever it might be. You really have to look at the whole picture of your life and going, well, what is causing you that stress or anxiety that's holding you back from being able to live as freely as you want? I mean, in terms of the different topics, I mean, there's pain relief, extremely powerful for pain relief. We love, whether it's myself, my brother, Nick, or my sister, Jessica, when we speak, we love actually bringing people on stage and doing pain relief because it's one of the most visible ways to show the power of tapping because people will come up on stage and say things like, well, I've had this pain in my shoulder. You know, it's there constantly. It's been there for two years. Or I haven't been able to lift my arm up past just horizontal for 10 years. And when you do tapping on a particular challenge and you see after five to 10 minutes, That all of a sudden that pain is shifting is way down, where all of a sudden they're able to raise their arm up, you know, and raise it all the way up. I mean, it's such an obvious example of how tapping works in relieving pain. So it's super powerful. So pain relief, you know, there's weight loss and body confidence. I care way more about body confidence. This is something my sister talks about, weight loss and body confidence. The challenge with that is that a man or a woman can lose twenty pounds and still dislike their body which is why I'd rather have somebody lose no weight and love their body than to actually lose weight. I think that's so much more powerful. So weight loss, autoimmune, financial challenges, you know, the list really goes on and on. That's why we use the phrase in tapping, try it on everything, whatever challenge Mm -hmm. you're having, whatever that major stress or anxiety is for you, try it and see what kind of results it can create for you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that. And I love your comment about I would rather have someone love their body. I'm in full agreement of that. And I think that actually the weight loss is a result of loving your body. And so if we work on the emotional side of it first, and if we can tap into that self-confidence and the self-esteem and the self-worth and all of the things that we often neglect or there's a wounding pattern around or a trauma around, once we heal that, then the body seamlessly becomes healthy. It's like an integration process that then we're not having to work on the body. It's that we actually just choose the things that make us feel good because we feel good inside. And so I love that reframe. And I love the aspect of tapping that offers that piece first, and then the weight loss becomes easy.
1: My sister has a great line. I I forget the whole line, but she says, you can't hate your body thin. I think that's such a common challenge, especially for women who have way more pressure on them to try and hate their body thin. To hate your body and go, I'm gonna, you know, limit my eating. I'm gonna exercise like crazy. I'm gonna, I hate it, but I'm gonna make it thinner and just keep pushing it. Where the reality is that you've got to go into self love and self acceptance of where you are. And when you start to love yourself and love your body where you are, is when you all of a sudden start to see those shifts without even trying to make that shift. And there's a lot with body confidence. There's a lot of body trauma. You know, When there are safety issues, it can be challenging to lose weight when you go, well, it's not safe to lose weight because, for example, if I lose weight, if I'm skinnier, I'll get more attention from men and that's not safe. So there's so many different layers to weight loss and body confidence where it's not just what are you eating and are you exercising? It's what are the safety issues? What are the emotional challenges that are there behind the weight or behind the the missing body confidence?
0: Yeah. And I've also seen where the addiction or the relationship to self just gets transferred in that if we lose the weight, then we want a different hair color and then we want plastic surgery. And then we, and it's just an ever fulfilling cycle of, okay, well, I'm seeking the self-validation outside of myself in the external versus looking within. And so tapping offers the solution where we heal And then we're not seeking the next thing, which I I think is such a profound way to think about it and a way to think about, okay, well, if I just deal with what's in the now, I actually won't be perpetuating the problem and transferring it to the next, the next, the next. And so I do think it's a really amazing opportunity to look at what's showing up for me and how can I heal in the moment.
1: It's not always easy. It takes courage. I mean, I think Like so many things in our modern world, we try to avoid the pain or we try to, you know, we don't want the long-term results, we want the short-term results. And so we push off the things that really are going to make a difference. And the reality, you know, with tapping on whatever you're tapping on, it's when you go into those emotions, when you go into those challenges for just a short period of time and feel them and allow them to process, allow those emotions to be released. And even if it can be painful, it releases it so you're not carrying it for years and years and years. It's that small amount of pain that releases pain for the next 40 years.
0: Mm -hmm. Why do you think as a culture, we have been taught not to feel, do you think that's something that we're learning growing up where there's this survival component of just go, 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 and you have to be successful. And if you're emotional, then you can't be resilient or where do you think it shows up?
1: I think for starters, our culture is beautifully shifting to have Uh, More acceptance to showing our different emotions. But I, you know, I love history. I was a history major in college and always loved it. But I think when you look back at things historically, that if you look at all the war we've had throughout history, you know, World War II trauma, World War I trauma, all the different wars that we've had, that there's a lot of trauma stored there generationally. And especially with men, it has culturally not been acceptable to show your emotions because then you're not masculine, then you're not strong enough. And then with women, There's a judgment of, oh, if you're overly emotional, then you're being hysterical or out of control or whatever it might be. And so there are these cultural norms and pressures which are have been outdated. And I think that we are beautifully shifting our culture to say, no, it's important that we actually feel these emotions and process them and release them because it's when we don't process them that we stuff them down and they cause autoimmune issues and health challenges and just all these different challenges that we have, we're just realizing that there's a really important connection between the brain and the body and the emotions and actually feeling and processing our emotions. Yes.
0: And it is, I do believe, and I do agree that it's becoming more acceptable and we're recognizing the benefit of feeling into our emotions and our experiences and our truths and our intuition and our heart and (laughs) all the things that, have been suppressed for so long.
1: It's all the things that feel good when you actually go ahead and connect to them and and allow yourself to have that freedom and release. It's the freedom that it creates on the other side of the pain is extremely powerful.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to make sure to drop the video on the show notes so that people can actually see this process. But can we walk through it for someone who, to the best that we can, of what this would look like? And then I'll make sure that they have the video so that they can follow along and really see the tapping and the nine points. And so this process is basically blending Chinese acupressure and psychology, right? In the sense of uh, this process. And I want to make sure you guys have a video to follow. And so I'm going to make sure to, to share that. But just to, can we just go through yeah. the basics?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and it's important for anybody listening to know that you don't need to learn it all right now and know it immediately. I mean, there's so many different resources online, whether it's with our stuff or on YouTube or our app, that's what we can talk about, where you can learn it and see that visual. And I know you'll drop that video that we did on that live to show the points, but don't feel the pressure right now as you listen to go, am I doing this right? Right? Just listen in, do the best you can. I know that if you're like me and you're visual that you you know it can be a little more challenging to hear things and get that visual picture, but yeah, we'll we'll go through the different points and I'll kind of teach the process. So, as we mentioned, so tapping is literally tapping on different parts of the body. There are different energy meridians of the body where there's higher levels of electromagnetic energy in those points, and when we tap on them, it sends that energy down those points and, and clears these different challenges that we have. And the latest science and research shows that. on accident, didn't mention this before. I don't know why, but. Uh, the latest science and research shows that when we do the tapping, it sends a calming signal to the amygdala of the brain, which is the fight or flight response center of the brain. So anytime we're stressed, anxious, which happens so much in our modern culture today, you know, that amygdala is triggered and we feel that fight or flight response. And so when we do the tapping, it calms it down. It allows us to not only calm ourselves in the moment, but it allows us to rewire our brain and body to respond. The first point that we tap on is actually the side of the hand. It's known as the karate chop point. So if you just imagine that you're going to karate chop a board, the point that you would hit the board with is the, where you'll tap. And you can tap on either side. So you take one hand and tap on the other hand. With these points, you can't do both at the same time or you can put them together, but you just tap on the side of the hand. And I'll teach you the points quickly. And then I'll show you the different things that we say as we go through the points. So the next point is the eyebrow point. So it's on the inside of the eyebrow either side. You can tap on one, tap on the other. I tend to just tap on one, uh, at least if I'm showing it, you know, to other people. If I'm by myself, I'll do both points because why not? Right. Uh, So it's the inside of the eyebrow. The next one is on the side of the eye. Again, on either side. The next one is under the eye, right underneath the eye. Then the next one is under the nose. So in between your nose and your mouth. The next one is the chin point. So in between your mouth and the bottom of your chin, right in there in the crease. The next one is the collarbone point. So if you find your collarbone point on either side, you go down an inch and out an inch and you can tap. And again, don't worry about getting it exactly right. You can use all five fingers on each hand and kind of tap around in a little bit, a little bit of a circle. The next one is under the arm. So it's about the bra line for women, about six inches under the armpit. And you just tap on there. You can do one side. You can do both sides. It really doesn't matter. I know sometimes it can be challenging to do both sides at the same time because you're kind of forcing yourself to hug yourself there. But that can be a good thing too. And then the next one is the top of the head. And there's lots of different points on the top of the head. Here, I tend to kind of tap around in a circle as I go through it. So those are the nine different points that we tap as we go through the process. And when we go through it, that would be considered one round. So one round of tapping, going around each one one time. And we might continue to do a second round or a third round and a fourth round, depending on what we're tapping. And then we go into what we're saying. So starting on the karate chop point, we do what's known as a setup statement. And what the setup statement does is it allows us to connect with what emotion we're feeling, right? Because what we want to be able to do in processing these emotions and releasing them is we have to connect to them. If we're not connecting with them, then that energy is not being brought up and we're not allowing ourselves to, to process that and to calm the amygdala down as we're feeling that that emotion. We start on the side of the hand, on the karate point, and the setup statement goes like this. We say, even though And then we fill in the blank with whatever our most pressing issue is, whatever our challenge is. And then we would say the rest of the statement, which originally when it was invented by Gary Craig said, I deeply and completely love and accept myself anyway. Now we do change that statement at times now because a lot of times being able to say I deeply and completely love and accept myself can be tough because depending on how you grew up and what your own self-confidence and self-worth is, it's not always easy to say that you love and accept yourself anyway. So sometimes we change that that language to say something like, even though, and fill in the blank, I acknowledge what I'm feeling right now, or I acknowledge and accept what I'm feeling right now. Because oftentimes it's just our inability to acknowledge and accept what we're feeling that keeps those emotions stuck. It's when we acknowledge them, it's when we allow ourselves to feel them that we allow them to process and to release them. So again, so on the side of the hand, it's even though, whatever that issue is, I acknowledge and accept what I'm feeling. And you go through that three times. So you'd say that statement three times and you could have a slight variation of it those three times. And then you go to each of those other eight points, tapping on eyebrow point, side of the eye, and you just use a reminder phrase if you're tapping by yourself. So that might be, you know, all this anxiety on eyebrow point and then side of the eye, all this anxiety under the eye, all this anxiety about my boss. And you can keep it simple initially if you're doing it by yourself, or you can kind of just talk through the points. I mean, you know, one of the things we talk about sometimes is, if you've ever had it, you know, you call up a friend to complain about something. Well, rather than just complaining to them, tap as you do that process. And that's kind of what it is going through the points is rather than just complaining about it, tap. So you're connecting that emotion and you're actually doing something that is releasing that emotion and allowing it to process. So that's the basic tapping process. Do you want to do some tapping on something specific here, Sarah? So we just go into, uh, you know, anxiety and stress overall?
0: Yeah, let's do what's currently happening in the world the overwhelm and the the feelings of that. And I wanted to ask you if someone says, okay, well, Alex, I just don't believe that I love myself or I don't accept myself. Is it okay to be in that statement even if they don't fully believe it? Because with affirmations and with incantations, we say it even though we're not fully in belief of it because at the core of who we are, we are that but our subconscious mind isn't allowing us to believe it yet. So, is it okay that they still use that statement, even if there is a little bit of a disconnect? Or should they? I would actually
1: something? say to change the language is something that you can resonate with. You can I resonate. I think okay. a lot of times that is just saying, "I acknowledge what I'm feeling right now." So you don't right. have to accept it. You don't have to love yourself. You don't have to do any of that. You can even say, you know, even though you know I'm so stressed right now, I acknowledge how I'm feeling, but I don't accept it. Even though I'm so overwhelmed and I feel like such a wimp, you know, I acknowledge what I'm feeling, even if I don't accept it. You don't have to lie about it. I think that there's a real power in telling the truth about how you feel so you can release it. And I believe in positive affirmations and doing that. It's super important work. But I think when we do the tapping, we want to try to be truthful about what we're feeling. And that's why I think changing the language to just acknowledge what you're feeling right now. Cause I think that's a little tougher to argue with, to say like, Oh, right. well, I'm really angry or stressed. Well, yes, I am. I'm acknowledging that. Even if you don't accept it, which a lot of times it is hard to accept particular emotions or beliefs or whatever's going on when we're in that channel. So that's a, that's a good question.
0: Hey there, friend. Are you loving this podcast? I want to continue to support you. So the simplest way to do this is to head over to sarahannstuart.com and pop into the newsletter. Doing this ensures that you never, ever miss any details of our new projects products, upcoming events, or issues that are near or dear to my heart. You're also going to get access to the movement. This is the inner circle of people just like you standing in their power to bring more truth and a new level of consciousness where all individuals get to live a diet-free life in a body that they love. So pop on over to sarahannstewart.com and subscribe, and I'll see you on the inside. I just encourage anyone who's listening, even if this sounds strange, <laughs> just try it once because as we did this live, there were so many people who were like, oh my gosh, I felt the release. Oh, wow. I didn't know that this would be on the other side of this. And sometimes just speaking what it is that we're feeling clears it from our physical. And that's what's really powerful about this. It is actually the acknowledgement of what we're feeling instead of the suppression, the, avoidance, the how do i get this to move out of my body quickly through food addiction drugs alcohol all the things that we use to suppress actually clearing it through statement is really really powerful
1: and during this time you know as you said in the beginning i think this is a time to improve your resources to improve how you deal with life's challenges because before this came about as a society we are stressed out anxious overwhelmed overworked We have so much on our plate. And with the whole COVID-19 pandemic going on now, all of a sudden we put on this huge layer on top of it. And so people who are kind of holding it together are letting it out. And I think that means everybody. I mean, I know I've had that experience myself of being like, Oh, you know, I'm focused. I'm working. And all of a sudden you have a day being like, this sucks. Like I'm overwhelmed. I want to get out of the house. I want to have my normal life again. There's a lot of different emotions that we're processing during this time because it is very much a trauma. And I actually went on when I was on Instagram this morning. Um, I think it was Mel Robbins that I saw posting about how she'd had an anxiety attack for the first time in like five years. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing a lot of that right now too, where people who have never had anxiety attacks before or haven't had them in a long time are all of a sudden having them way more frequently. People are waking up in the middle of the night with it or they're, you know, first thing in the morning, they're just stressed and anxious and just it's coming out of the seams. We just don't know how to process it. And I think this is where the tapping right now is just so important to be able to. Process those emotions and deal with it. And, you know, we get comments every single day from, especially from our app of people using the tapping and the results are just amazing. As you said, you know, just try it. Don't take my word for it. I could tell you the science all day long until you have an experience and feel it for yourself. It's going to feel woo woo. I joke that I was the first critic of my brother when he wanted to make the tapping solution film because I was at the time we had a real estate investment business together. He wanted to leave during the crash in 2007. I was resentful, angry, upset with him, all every emotion you could possibly think about of having a partner leave during that time. And so I was a huge critic of this woo-woo strange thing. And it literally, my first experience of tapping was on the resentment I had towards my brother about him leaving our real estate business. I remember measuring on a zero to 10 scale. We always do that in the beginning. I'll, I'll, I'll explain that as well. And being like, oh, on a level of zero to 10, how resentful are you towards him? And I was like 40. Like literally, it was a 40. I was that upset and anxious with him. And then I experienced it even though I didn't want to. And this is where people say, well, is it placebo? No, it's not placebo because of the opposite effect, the nocebo effect, where we tap with somebody who goes, this is crap. This is garbage. Like this is not real. Then they try it and they get a result, which means that they consciously did not think it would work. But because the tapping works, they had that experience and, and actually shifted. Wow. So let's go ahead and we'll we'll do some tapping on the general stress and anxiety that we're feeling right now. So let's go ahead and take a deep breath in and breathe out and just allow ourselves to kind of ground ourselves and center ourselves. Make sure, you know, if you're sitting, make sure your both feet are grounded nicely in the floor and just take a moment to connect with what you're feeling right now. You know, what have you been feeling during this time period? If you're listening to this, you know, months later, I hope it's a a better, different place than we're in right now, but there's a lot of stress and overwhelm. So just notice what you're feeling, you know how you've been feeling, what things have been triggering you, what's been stressing you out. And let's measure that on a zero to 10 scale, where 10 is, I'd consider 10 to be an anxiety attack, where you're just totally overwhelmed. Uh, Hopefully, if you're listening to this right now, you're probably somewhere in the middle there. You might be a six or a seven or eight or nine. Just notice where you are on that zero to 10 scale. And then we'll go ahead and do the tapping and then we'll measure again at the end to see how that's shifted for us. So starting on the karate chop point. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tap here and say the statement and, you know, Sarah, you can tap along after and, and whoever's listening will tap with you uh, after I say the same statement. Does that work? hmm Great. Awesome. So starting on the karate chop point, even though I'm feeling all this stress and anxiety,
0: even though I'm feeling all the stress and anxiety
1: About everything going on in the world. about everything going on in the world. I acknowledge and accept what I'm feeling right now.:
0: I acknowledge and accept what I'm feeling right now.
1: Even though there's so much stress and overwhelm in my life right now.:
0: Even though there's so much stress and overwhelm in my life right now.
1: I acknowledge what I'm feeling right now.
0: I acknowledge what I'm feeling right now
1: even though i'm so stressed and anxious
0: even though i'm so stressed and
1: anxious i choose to relax and breathe in this moment i choose to relax
0: and breathe in
1: this moment and we'll go to the eyebrow point all this anxiety
0: all this anxiety
1: side of the eye it's so overwhelming
0: it's so overwhelming
1: under the eye all this anxiety all this anxiety Now, in this next point, I'm going to go ahead and just leave a blank there. And Sarah, you can choose to fill it in, or you can just leave it blank to allow the listener to kind of fill it in as well. So uh, we're just going to get a little more specific about what it is that we're anxious about. So just repeating after me, all this anxiety about.
0: All this anxiety about.
1: And then you as a listener, just fill that in with whatever it is that's causing you anxiety right now. And we'll go to the chin point again. All this anxiety about. All this anxiety about. Cobblum point, all this anxiety in my life.
0: All this anxiety in my life.
1: Under the arm, it feels so overwhelming.
0: It feels so overwhelming.
1: Top of the head, I have so much uncertainty in my life right now.
0: I have so much uncertainty in my life right now.
1: Eyebrow point, I don't know where the world is moving.
0: I don't know where the world is moving.
1: Side of the eye, all this stress about money. All this stress about money. Under the eye, all the stress about my personal safety.
0: All the stress about my personal
1: safety. Under the nose, I'm worried about others as well. I'm worried about others as well. Chin point, will my parents or other family members be okay?
0: Will my parents and other family members be okay?
1: Cobble point, all this stress and anxiety. All this stress and anxiety. Under the arm, but I choose to breathe into my body right now
0: but I choose to breathe into my body right now.
1: Top of the head, taking it all one moment at a time.
0: Taking it all one moment at
1: a time. Eyebrow point, knowing that everything will be okay.
0: Knowing that everything will be
1: okay. Side of the eye, but what if it won't be okay?
0: But what if it won't be okay?
1: Under the eye, I don't know if I fully believe that.
0: I don't know if I fully
1: believe that. Under the nose, but I choose to breathe into my body anyway.
0: But I choose to breathe into my body anyway.
1: Chin point. Knowing that this stress is not serving me.
0: Knowing that this stress is not serving me.
1: Collarbone point. My brain can't function as well. My brain can't function as well. Under the arm when I'm dealing with all this stress and anxiety.
0: When I'm dealing with all this
1: stress and anxiety. Top of the head. So I choose to release it from my body now. So I choose to release it in my body now. Eyebrow point and allow myself to breathe. And allow myself to breathe. Side of the eye, knowing that everything will be okay.
0: Knowing that everything will be okay.
1: Under the eye, allowing my body to relax.
0: Allowing my body to relax.
1: Under the nose, one tap at a time.
0: One tap at a time.
1: Chin point, all is well.
0: All is well.
1: Cobbone point, I am safe.
0: I am safe.
1: Under the arm, allowing my body to breathe. Allowing my body to breathe. Top of the head, knowing that everything will be okay.
0: Knowing that everything will be okay.
1: Let's stop there and take a deep breath in. And breathe out. Just give yourself a moment to feel into your body. Notice, you know, what shifted for you during that time period. You know, did you have any particular thoughts that came up? Did you have, you know, particular stresses that came up or? ideas that came up. A lot of times during the tapping, we have different ideas that come up because we allow our body to to relax. And all of a sudden our prefrontal cortex, that front part of our brain comes more online as we have these new ideas or thoughts about how we can solve problems or how we can make things better. So we just want to, after we're done doing the tapping, we want to just check in with our body and just notice what we're feeling and then check in again on that zero to 10 scale. So if you were at an eight before, has that shifted? Have you gone down to a seven or a six? Or maybe it you know, it didn't, maybe there's something else that came up and you notice, you know what, that wasn't the problem. The problem was, oh, I'm really worried about my parents or whatever it might be. And then you know, well, that's what I need to tap on now. That's what I need to relax. So Sarah, for you, what did you notice as you were doing the tapping there?
0: So when we did the live, I was noticing my resistance to feeling into the emotion of uncertainty. And now, because I've been doing tapping on that, I actually noticed decline in, in the anxiousness. Like I actually allowed myself to feel it. I allowed myself to be in it. And I went from maybe a five to a four or three. So I feel great, (laughs)
1: like ready for the day. (laughs) (laughs) It's really interesting that you say that because I actually noticed, and I think it's just from working with clients, you you notice the, the body shifts and things. I actually noticed in that moment that there was a resistance to feeling the emotion. And sometimes that can be. I mean, for starters, we're on a live, we're on a live video with lots of people watching, and it's like, oh, you don't want to, you know, you want to keep it together. But a lot of times there is that resistance to go into it, and we can be triggered in, in during the tapping. We can all of a sudden feel like, oh, I didn't realize I was carrying so much stress. I didn't realize I was so overwhelmed. So I love that you shared that just now because mm. I could feel that just in that one moment. Again, with like you know facial expressions, and and I love that you you recognize that in yourself to say, oh, you know what. I need to allow myself to go into this emotion so I can release it.
0: Yeah, it's really powerful when you witness it, are aware of it, and then you allow yourself to shift. I had a call with my acupuncturist yesterday, and I was sharing with him that for the first month I was in this fight or flight, survive, superwoman. I had to be there for my parents and get them quarantined, and be there for my family and my brother and get him back to back to Florida and. All the things that we often do when we're kind of the leader of our family. And I didn't take time to process my emotions until we did our live. (laughs) Like I didn't take time to say,
1: I I caught you up. Oh (laughs) wow.
0: Oh wow, you're really struggling here and you're not willing to accept it because you're trying to hold up everyone else. And so since that live, I've been doing the tapping every day and really connecting to that and feeling so much better in yes. the acceptance. You know, I is. think we
1: talked about it a little bit on the live about how a lot of times, you know, if you are that either family leader or just a a leader culturally, a lot of leaders who are in this field of health or personal development or entrepreneurs or business owners or, or whoever, wh- however, somebody shows up as a leader, even if it's just as a parent of the person of that, of in their household, that we immediately go into this mode of going, okay, I've got to show up, I've got to help. And it's great. I mean, that's what leadership is all about. It's stepping up in those moments to say, I'm going to be here and be a leader. And at the same time, we need to have those down moments to recalibrate and reset our nervous system. Because resetting the nervous system is one of the most powerful things that we can do for our health. It is just as important as what we eat and exercising. It is resetting our nervous system. It's allowing ourselves to go, Okay, I just carried all this stress and all this pressure. Now I need to stop and allow these emotions to process, to allow my nervous system to go into a parasympathetic nervous system state, which is the relaxation state rather than the stress state, and allow ourselves to actually release things so that we can go into a healing state, so that we can rejuvenate, so our body can come into healing from anything going on. It's super important to be able to do that. And it is tough for, for a lot of leaders who just step up and all of a sudden have that crash moment of going, oh, I'm just I can't carry this all the time. So I love that you recognize that.
0: Yeah, thank you. And something I noticed that was really powerful is even the way that I'm digesting food. Because when we're in a state of chronic stress, we don't digest our food the same, and then we're not absorbing the same amount of nutrients. And so I'm actually noticing that my energy levels have increased, that I'm feeling better, that I'm, I'm having more energy to Move and get out, and just even take time to just be in the sun and do some things that I was neglecting subconsciously. It wasn't even on a conscious level, it was just subconscious from a state of being in that fight or flight. And so I'm noticing my energy coming back, which is really exciting. So nice. thank I you love it. so much. I love thank it. you And so this is, much. you know,
1: this is, I don't know if you're going to ask this, but I'll, I'll ask it anyway, because I know a lot of people ask this question of like, how often should I do this? Right. Mm-hmm. And it, during a time like this, it's so important to make a practice out of this. Now, me personally, I tap every morning. What I do is I, I'll stop and I got a particular process I go through where I just go, well, what am I feeling right now? And is it the emotion that I want to be feeling? So if I come into a day and I feel I'm feeling stress or anxiety, I stop, I tap on that and then I choose what emotion I want to feel. So just as we did the tapping there, you know, when we tap on the negative of releasing the stress and anxiety, I'll tap in saying, you know, I, I choose focus today. I choose to be confident today. I choose to be myself today, whatever it might be. And so it's so important to, especially during this time period, to make it a process and a habit to say, tap every morning, tap in the evening if you can before bed, because if we are going to bed stressed, we're not going to sleep. We're not going to get regenerative sleep, which is going to affect our health. So tap in the morning, tap in the evening, and then tap anytime you feel yourself overwhelmed and you feel like you're just holding yourself back from really living and being your full self. So I can't recommend it enough during this time period. That's why I laugh that in our Tapping Solution app, our active monthly users literally doubled in 30 days, not because our users, not because we doubled the number of users, but because people were so overwhelmed and anxious and they said, I need something to help me right now. So everyone just kind of opened up their phone and turned to the app and started using it a lot more than they were before, because this is the time to be doing that
0: yeah and I'm such a believer of clearing the energy at the end of the day so it doesn't carry forward into the next day, and you can start the next day completely fresh and so I love tapping at the end of the day. I often do somewhat of forgiveness meditation or journaling after, and that was the other point that you made that was really powerful on the live was that so often the mind is this <laughs> is this tennis match, this monkey mind it's very hard to sit in meditation because it almost feels overwhelming to confront what is in our minds. And so tapping is a perfect way to segue into meditation or into journaling or into forgiveness or any of the other practices that you have that might feel overwhelming to start. Tapping is a really great way to prep yourself for a meditation or deep sleep or the other things that serve you.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not always easy to stay still and meditate, especially if you're going from a state of being anxious or overwhelmed or just in a high energy state, just doing the tapping. I mean, the tapping alone calms the amygdala, calms down the body and also just acknowledging those feelings. I mean, if you're trying to meditate and you're struggling with it, just tapping and saying, even though I can't meditate right now, I acknowledge how I'm feeling, even though I feel like I'm just, why can't I get myself to meditate? Like whatever you're feeling in that moment, just acknowledging it, doing the tapping can calm you down. So that you can take your body and your brain away from trying to solve every problem from work or solve every problem from home to being able to actually be still and release and just sit there in meditation and do what you're trying to do as opposed to trying to meditate for five minutes and then saying, well, forget it. This isn't working. I'm just going to go do something else. Right.
0: Yes. So powerful. So if people are ready and they're like, okay, I'm <laughs> in, I'm going to try this. I'm super excited. Where do I go? What do I do? where do you recommend the best place? I personally am going to recommend the app because I think that that's the absolute best place to start, but where should they reach out to you? Where can they get these resources? How can they start this practice for themselves?
1: Yeah. The app is what I recommend first and foremost. You can just go into the app store or Google play and just look up the tapping solution. So again, that's the tapping solution. Just look it up, download it tons of free stuff in there. And we have an entire section in there right now for free on coronavirus stress and anxiety. And we just keep adding lots of stuff in there right now. We're trying to help as much as we possibly can with the app. Um, I'll also mention any first responders out there that we fully unlock the app for six months for any uh, healthcare practitioners, first responders. We're actually about to open that up to teachers as well, and to mental health, psychologists, therapists, and all that as well. We've had over 5,000 Healthcare workers actually get our app and get 100% free access to the whole thing during the last month or so. So we're doing everything we can to help all those first responders. And it's great to be able to help them. You know, reading, reading a comment just this morning of a, we've got a new meditation in there of going of a meditation to do before going to do your shift at a hospital. And I read the comment of this woman who was like, you know, thank you so much for this. I just feel so much more calm and peaceful knowing that I'm going to go into a really stressful situation, but I was able to calm myself before doing that. So so awesome to be able to help all, all those people out there. But we're all suffering this stress and anxiety and these challenges in this moment. So go do that first, download the app. So much amazing content in there. Um, there's lots of other resources. I, mean, we, you, I forgot to mention it on the live and you mentioned it. So I appreciate that. Is my kid's book. So if you do have any kids, there's a book called Gorilla Thumps and Bear Hugs, which you can get on Amazon or anywhere else where books are sold. And it's a really fun way to introduce tapping to kids with all these fun animal points. So it's a great tool for them to use right now because I know, I mean, I've got three kids, a seven, nine and 11 year old, and it's not easy being a teacher now. Apparently I'm a part-time teacher with my kids at home and it's not easy for them. They miss their friends and miss having normalcy and normal life. So incorporating tapping for kids is really powerful right now as well. And we've got lots of other books and things like that, but I recommend just go download the app, go try it for yourself. The results are amazing. You know, our number one meditation on there is for anxiety. Just like we did in the tapping just now, we measure before and after. And that anxiety meditation with over two, anxiety tapping meditation, I should say. I know it keeps saying meditation, but they're tapping meditations. That meditation has a 42% decrease in anxiety in just nine minutes. And that's with over 200,000 people listening to it. So the results are there and it's extremely powerful. So go give it a try.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Download it now (laughs) so that you have it on your phone, (laughs) because even if you aren't stressed now, it's better to have it now than um, trying to find it when you all of a sudden get anxious and stressed. So thank you so much for being here. I'm so thankful for you and thankful to your brother and your sister for doing this work. It is life-changing and I know it's helping so many people, so I'm just so appreciative, and I know the listeners are going to get so much value from being here today. So, thank you, thank you,
1: thank you. Well, thank you for having me here. Um, as I said, I love you and Craig so much. You're just two amazing people, and I love the work you're doing. So, thank you for having me here, and, and hopefully, uh, everyone listening will go give it a try and, and see just how powerful it is.
0: Wow, I am so grateful to Alex for taking the time to join me this week on the podcast. Over the past few months, I know we've all been facing so much uncertainty and stress beyond our control. And more than ever, I feel that we're being called to slow down, to access and acknowledge our emotions and to work through our feelings. So incorporating tapping into my daily life has been a serious game changer. This method has been such a beautiful blessing, especially because life right now is filled with unpredictable stressors and it's so easy to feel out of control. But thanks to tapping in a single moment, we can ultimately determine how we would like to address these feelings. We have the power to decide if we allow these negative feelings to overcome us and consume our entire day, or if we pause, take a moment, address them, feel them, and work through them. In a split moment, you can decide to shift your mindset by inviting your emotions forward sitting with them for just a small window of time and allowing yourself to identify what was triggering you. This week, I encourage you to start rewiring your brain and your body with healthier habits and allowing yourself this opportunity this week to tap it out. I encourage you for your challenge this week to download the Tapping Solutions app and to try the technique for yourself a few times when stress, worry, fear, anxiousness arises. And to remember this phrase that Alex shared, although I feel stressed and anxious in this present moment, I accept myself and my emotions as my truth. After tapping, I recommend having a journal where you can observe how you are implementing these new gentle belief systems and processing these emotions. And as Alex also suggests, you can do tapping and then move into a quiet meditation. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. It was a conversation that I believe we could all benefit from. And so if you enjoyed this conversation, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could share it with someone else that you love that could also benefit from this powerful wisdom that Alex shared today. Additionally, if you enjoyed it, make sure to go to my YouTube channel where you can watch Alex and I do this tapping process live. So. Drop me a message on Instagram if you've been listening to these podcasts. If you have questions, I want to know what's resonating. I want to hear from you. And most importantly, I want to celebrate you. So if you've gained wisdom and you're implementing these practices into your life, make sure to tag me again so that I can celebrate you on the gram. You can find me at Sarah Ann Stewart. And until next time, I'm sending you massive amounts of love. Thank you for being here, dedicating this time to your health, your well-being, and your life. All right, that concludes this cast. It is my honor to always be here with you. But hang tight because I have one last thought. You're here right now because you are ready. Because while many of us share the feelings of wanting more, not everyone is willing to do what it takes to get it. But you are here. You are ready. So this is your opportunity now to take what you just learned and implement it today. Make a pact with yourself to put just one thing into action. Just one. Write it down, do it and share it with me. We are all in this together. Thank you for being here. You too can feel awesome from the inside out.